stalking and hunting and hungry. And he came upon two men relaxing under a tree. One was just reading a newspaper. The other one was frantically typing and writing. And the tiger crouched for a moment and then he leaped on the man reading the newspaper and ate him up. But it didn't bother the one writing. Because even tigers know that readers digest and writers cramp. They just get dumber and dumber, don't they? <laughs> well, if y'all bring me a better joke book. I want to talk to you today about, has anybody ever been broken? You been, anybody ever been financially broke? Spiritually broke? Mentally broke? Emotionally broke? Huh? Just broke. Just a wreck. Huh? Toe up from the neck up. <laughs> Just broke. I want to talk to you today about being broke, but being poured out. Because I'm going to tell you something. It's when you're broken that what's in you is revealed. Because there's a lot of dishes. There, there, there's Tupperware. Huh? There's paperware. There's corningware. I, I know my dishes. And there's fine china. No matter how pretty the dish is, no matter what it's made out of, it's what's in it that's the most important. Let's look this morning at a very familiar story, but let's look at some different things. Let's turn to John chapter 12 and verse number 3. Everybody say, Lord, break me. Man, we don't like the breaking. Thank God that even in the breaking, there's restoration, there's healing, there's... You know, God's the only one that can break you and put you back together. Huh? Yeah. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty together again, but Jesus can. Come on, he can put your brokenness back together, but sometimes he desires brokenness. It's through your brokenness that you reveal your love. It's so easy to tell somebody you love them when you're feeling good, when they're acting good. 
But when you're broken, your love is revealed. Your love is poured out. And when it's poured out, what do people experience? What do people feel? What do people hear? What do people smell? I can go right back there to the nursery. I promise you in that trash, there's a diaper. It's all wrapped up tight. And we can break it open. There's an aroma that will fill. (laughs) And we will be able to discern. Discernment is a good thing. But I'm going to tell you something. It don't take a genius. It don't take the spiritual gift of discernment to figure out what people's full of when they're broken. Because they put off an aroma. It's when we're broken that it reveals our true heart. It's when we're broken that people get a whiff what we are and who we are and how much Jesus is in us. How much we love Him. John chapter 12, verse number 3, says, Then Mary took a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped His feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Did you know that God wants us to demonstrate His love? He wants us to demonstrate our love for Him. We all like to hear, I love you. But we also like to see demonstrations of that love. Because to just hear it is not experiencing it. Words can be empty, but it's our actions, it's our deeds, it's what comes out of us, it's our expression, shows our true love. Now, here in the town of Bethany, we have a family. We, we, we see this family in several different stories, going through different things. There's two sisters and a brother. There's Mary, Martha, and does anybody know the brother's name? Lazarus. Now, these two sisters, they became famous uh, in the story when Jesus was there and they were entertaining and uh, had Jesus in the house and Martha was busy, busy because she was doing what God had gifted her to do. She had the gift of hospitality. She was serving. She was showing her love through her service. At that time, in that story, Mary was just sitting listening and 
Mary came, Martha came and said, Jesus, don't you care? My sister, I'm working hard, and my sister's just sitting there not doing nothing. And Jesus said, Martha, Martha, you're troubled about a lot of things. You got a lot of anxiety built up in you. You got some worries and some stresses. And listen, Mary has chosen the better part. Listen, you can get all this, you can wash the dishes after I leave. There's a lot of stuff, there's a lot of business in our life that we could set aside for a few minutes and choose to sit at the feet of Jesus and express our love to Him. Sometimes expressing love is just being in His presence. We can be so busy for Him. We can get so caught up in the work of God that we forget the God of the work. And that He desires our love and He desires our attention and He desires our presence. And so these two sisters kind of became famous on that story. Now Lazarus, on the other hand, he became famous in a whole other way. He was dead, died, gone, no heartbeat, wrapped up like a mummy, put in the grave. Four days later, I mean, he was rank. Jesus stepped up to a tomb and said, I am the resurrection and the life. And said, Lazarus, come forth. He came back to life again. You know, you come back, you, you were dead four days and come back to life. People will know your name for around that neighborhood. Huh? Come on. How do, how, how do we express our love? So they, they all, I mean, they, they were famous in their own way. They had experienced different things, done different things, known for different things. But there was one thing for sure. They all loved Jesus. They were close to him. He came through there. He visited with them. He, he, he was their friend. Isn't it a good thing to say, I am a friend of God? Jesus likes me. Come on, could you say that? Jesus likes me. He does. He likes you. He don't just love you. You know, there's people we love, then there's people we like. Huh? Did you know the Bible says love your enemies? He didn't say you had to like them. <laughs> some of you are loved, some of you are liked, and some of you are just tolerated. Y'all just tolerate me, don't you? Pastor, we're going to put up with you just one more week. That's it. Martha was a servant. She was the housekeeper. She, 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 she made wonderful suppers for the Lord. I, I, I bet she could make some desserts. Woo! I bet she could make some pies almost as good as Sister Sanders. Probably not as good. Almost. Though I wouldn't know. It's been a long time since I had a pie. But sweet potato season's coming. You know, sometimes we talk kind of down. We put Martha down. We kind of despairing about about it. Well, you know, she was just working when she should have. But that was her gifting. Don't 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 
uh, con- the, the Lord wasn't getting on to her for her gifting, for, for being a servant. That's how she showed her love. People show their love in so many different ways, but we never want to use our gift to miss an opportunity to spend time with Jesus. Amen? Martha, she showed her love by service. She was there, and she was here this day serving. They were there. Thank God for the ladies. Thank God for our ladies. Church dinners, would, if, if it was left up to the men, they would be so unsuccessful. Ladies bless us. Our ladies are so such a part of the ministry of, uh, from, from, from musicians to singing to taking care of our children to cleaning to serving to, to the ministry, praying. They're a part. Our ladies are a part of everything in this house and thank God for them. I mean, it's, it's a ministry of love. And they show their love in so many ways. You show your love to God in so many ways. And don't ever think, but here's what we get caught up in doing. Well, I, I, I can't do what they do. And, and we start begrudging and we start looking down and we start belittling what we do. Listen, God has gifted everybody different. But if you'll use it for the Lord, He receives and appreciates it just as much as the other. He loves me. He likes me. Lazarus, he was famous, and people used to come to hear the story. Tell me that story. I was dead. I was laid up in the grave. All of a sudden, I heard my name. They like to tell the story and sit around. He was sitting around the table, and people just wanted to talk to him and get his autograph. That dead guy's autograph. You know what? There's a lot of people, maybe, maybe you don't have, you say, Well, I don't have a big talent, I don't sing, I don't play an instrument, or whatever. But listen, you can testify of the goodness of God. You can tell us what the Lord has done, how the Lord provided an employee. How the Lord has blessed the business. How the Lord helped you do your job. How the Lord helped you bless your family. Amen. How the Lord, listen, we can all, we have something we can do to show our love. And we all show it in an array of ways. The purpose is that we just love Jesus. And that we show it. And that we are being filled with His Spirit. That we're being filled. Filled with his presence because there is coming a time of breaking. And it's when we're broken and poured out that people are going to experience what we're really made of. So many thank God for men who testify and live holy lives and men who serve the Lord. Thank God for our ushers and our greeters and our musicians and our workers and uh, people who, who, men who bear the burden and men who are willing to work and, and do work of the ministry and the physical labor and, and to keep this place beautiful. Thank God for people that use their talents and abilities, amen, from the yard, amen, all over to change in a light bulb. It's a ministry. It's a love for Jesus. 
And what we do, how we serve and how we work, is building something on the inside of us. Somebody say amen. But Mary. Everybody say, but Mary. What can Mary do? Mary, I mean, I'm sure she cooked and cleaned and all that, but that wasn't her gift and that was her sister's deal. She, she didn't get raised from the dead, so she don't have the testimony of Lazarus. What can I do? I love Jesus too. I'm a part of this family. I, Jesus is here to visit me too. I want to show my love for him also. I want to be a witness. I want to show him and tell him and how much I love him. What can I do? You see, her heart wanted to express her love. She knew of a custom of anointing. It was a custom of honor. And she had something that she had been working on. Saving. She had sat at the feet of Jesus. She had heard his words. She had a revelation of who he was even greater than a lot of his disciples. She had a love for him, and she wanted to express that love, show that love. She wanted to do something. Have you ever had this, this that desire? I just want to do something for Jesus, but I don't know what to do. What can I? I can't do that. I can't do that. They got that covered. They. What can I do to show my love? And we need people in the church that'll express their self. Not like everybody else. Not trying to be like everybody else. You're you. You're unique. You're who God created you to be. And you love the Lord in your way. And He has done specific things for you. And we need to find a way. Lord, how can I express my love for you so that others will be affected? You see, because other people are affected by our relationship with God. Because it affects the way we talk, the way we act, the way we live, and the fragrance that comes from us when we're broken. Huh? We need missionaries. I mean, I've listened to these missionaries all week, and I'm just like, oh my goodness. The things that they've done, the, the stories, the, 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 the showing up to airports with no money just because the Lord said go. And they get there and the lady at the register did all the ticket and did everything and says, is that going to be cash or check? He said, well, I'm still trying to decide. <laughs> the guy beside him said, you don't have no money, do you? He said, what's it to you? He said, I want to buy your ticket. And he paid for his ticket. I've never, I've never shown up to the airport with no ticket, no money. Just walking by faith on, because the Lord told me to. Man, thank God for missionaries who will step out by faith. Thank God for missionaries who will go and give their lives knowing the cost. Wow. The Bible says that Mary took a pound of ointment, of spikenard, 
very costly. The, the, the New Living Translation says one year's wages. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about a week's. I'm not talking about a day. I'm not talking about throwing a dollar in the offering. A year's wages. How long had she been saving this? How long had she been building this wealth? How long had she been putting this together? Possibly could have been a dowry for when, if she was going to be married. What? How long had she been building in this vessel something of great worth? Can I tell you this morning? God is building something on the inside of you. Amen. It might be just an ounce at a time. It might be a drop at a time. Amen. But if you'll be faithful with it, amen, you can build up a, a pound of spikenard, a year's wages worth, was precious. You see, but before you can give out, you've got to take in. There's so many people that are out there trying to give people something they don't have. When they're broken, there's nothing to be spilled out because they're empty. They have a vessel. Maybe they maybe the vessel's pretty. Maybe it's beautiful. Maybe it's decorated. But there's nothing inside. Jesus told the scribes and Pharisees, He said, you're all painted and you all look good on the outside, but on the inside you're just full of dead men's bones. See, it's not what people see on the outside. It's what happens when we're broken. What we have been taking in, our love that we've been experiencing in private, the relationship with God, amen, helps us, amen, to go out into a world and show the love of Jesus because we've been receiving it. He said, freely you've received, freely give. Amen? So as we consecrate ourselves, dedicate ourselves, pray, seek the Lord as we build our relationship with God. Amen. God is building something precious on the inside. His spirit, amen, is precious and costly. We have this gift, amen, the Bible says, in earthen vessels. The world don't even recognize how beautiful and awesome it is. Half a pound of Spikner wouldn't have done. Half a heart is not what he wants. Half a offering. It was when she gave it all. It's when she gave her, her, her whole self, her whole heart, all of her gifts, all of her attention, all of everything she had. It's when it released something that affected everyone. Our half-heartedness, our little dab of dew, uh, this is enough, this is sufficient, it's good enough. God's not looking for good enough. He's looking for everything. Just give me your all. Just open your whole heart. Pour yourself out to me. If you want to fill the house... And you've got to surrender your whole life. What, what if other people 
don't like what we do? What if other people judge us? What if we're so worried about other people? Mary came. First of all, these men sitting around this table and, and whatever in that culture still the same way. Amy's aunt lived in Saudi Arabia many, many years. She held one of the highest positions that a woman can hold. She still never saw her husband's office. Every time they went to eat, the women ate in one room, the men, men ate in another. You never cross. These cultures, for her to even go into there, into his presence, could have been dangerous. But her love was so great and her gift so precious and what she wanted to do, she didn't care about any of that. She didn't care about the religious laws, the stigmas. the. And as she came in that room, broke this beautiful vase, and poured out this ointment, rubbed it on his feet, Dried it with her hair. Intimate act of worship. She didn't care about the hateful, ugly looks that Judas was giving her. The men, are you going to let this woman touch you? Judas, this could have been sold, given to the poor. Jesus said, the poor you'll have with you always. You're not going to have me forever. Oh, I love these little words. I'm going to tell you something. The next time, let, let me leave that. Let me, let me go back. Next time you're fussing about how long I preach, listen to these words of Jesus. Leave her alone. <laughs> Next time, just leave her alone. Mind your own business. That's what Jesus told him. He said, leave her alone. She, what she has done. And see, they didn't get this. They couldn't even understand this. He said, she's anointed my body for burial. See, if you look back and you or look forward, he was going to be betrayed, judged, crucified all illegally all at night they did not have time and because it was sundown because it was on the eve Passover they didn't get to do all the normal anointings and things they normally would do to a body he said she's anointing my body for burial leave her alone stop judging a lot of times we see people and we don't understand their love because we don't understand where they came from. We don't understand what they've been through. We don't understand the cost of that alabaster box. We don't know the cost of their praise. We don't know the life that they've lived and the Sin that's been forgiven and the devils that's been cast out and the miracles that's been done and the pain that they've overcome and the healing that's taken place in a broken heart that would cause them to want to love Jesus so much 
that they would go beyond what anybody else thought and pour out their most precious gift. Then we want to look at somebody and whatever their expression of worship and praise and love is and want to stand back and judge them well. They shouldn't act like that. You don't know the cost. And they don't know the cost of your love. We all love in different ways. We all show love in different ways. We all experience, we've all been through some stuff. But all of that stuff has been working in us and it's been building up and now we're broken and we're poured out as an offering and the devil is judging and people are judging but Jesus is speaking this morning and he's saying leave them alone what they're doing is a good thing I receive it it's for me she didn't have any fear she didn't care about the criticism. All she cared about was the master that looked at her with love and his approval, amen, as his acceptance. Can I tell you this morning, he loves you, he approves of you, he accepts you, and he just wants you to pour out your love on him. And the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. The genuine. Not the counterfeit. The genuine. The smell is influential. It's life-changing. It spreads. It's... Now, now, did, did you understand Mary didn't run through the house uh, going, Spockner, Spockner? She didn't run that through the house going, Look what I'm doing. Look at me. Look who I am. Look. She just poured out her love and people smelled it. The odor filled the house. She didn't have to advertise. You know, you shouldn't even have to tell anybody you're a Christian. They should just smell it on you. Huh? My daddy, one time we went somewhere, we were talking to this gentleman. My dad asked him, said, are, are you a Christian? And this man's face, just his county, he just, he was heartbroken. And he looked at my dad and he said, can't you tell? I'll never forget that as a kid. <laughs> also remember the guy that asked my daddy, do you drink? Daddy said, no. He said, do you smoke? Daddy said, no. He said, too much church. <laughs> too much church. Hallelujah. Some of us need some more church, don't we? We gotta lavish our love on Jesus. We pour it out, and pretty soon, ever everybody will smell it. It'll just the aroma will fill the house. Yeah. Has anybody ever walked by you and 
you caught a whiff of them and you were like, ooh, what are they wearing? That's good. You smell good. Thank you, thank you. Other people walk past, you get a whiff of them and you're like, ooh. They need some deodorant. I don't think they, I don't know if they bathed today or this week. <laughs> because we all put off an aroma. Huh? You see, that's the, that, 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 that is the good thing about relationship. Honesty. See? Your spouse can tell you, go, go brush your teeth. Your breath stank. And that shouldn't hurt your feelings. You, 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 you should just get up, go brush your teeth, and come back for some kisses. Because we want people to be honest. Listen, if, if, if my attitude stinks, I, I want somebody to tell me. If I stink, someone, come on, don't, don't just, don't not tell me and let me go out into the world aiming where other people, come on, be my friend. Listen, there's a lot of you. I stand right at that door. Y'all walk past me, shake my hand, and, and then I go look in the mirror, and I got something in my nose. And I'm like, everybody saw it, but nobody loved me enough to tell me. Come on, be my friend. And say, Pastor, go get a tissue. Listen, we get to preaching hard, and stuff just lets go. Come on, if I stink, tell me, because I want to fix it. My attitude, if my, 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 my words. My, listen, come on, Lord, please, Lord, tell me if I've got a stinking spirit, because I know one day I'm going to be broken, and when I'm broken, I'm going to spill out, and when I spill out, everybody's going to smell what I'm all about. I want to make sure that when I'm broken and poured out, that an aroma of joy and gladness in Jesus, amen, escapes from me. And people go, ooh, what is that? Huh? Yeah. You see, real religion is influential. Real religion. Because it's, it, 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 it's based in relationship. But a sham religion is sham power. You, it, it's not real. There, there, you know, there, there's fake flowers. And I'm telling you, there's some of them that look real. But when you go and smell them, there's no fragrance. There's a lot of people, they look like a rose, but they have no aroma. And a rose doesn't release its aroma truly until it's been crushed. Lord, in my breaking, because we're going to break. Life is going to break you. Situation, circumstances, people, and we need to be willing to throw ourselves down and say, break me, Lord. Let me pour out this precious gift that you've given me. See, a mere profession doesn't release fragrance, but real grace, oh, real grace, 
when you've experienced the grace and the love of Jesus, and oh, it works in your heart. Oh my goodness! I mean, you, 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 people are going to hear it. They're going to see your kindness. They're going to hear your love. They're going to see your patience, and they're going to see Jesus working in you and through you. And you don't have to run around going, "I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian." They're going to smell Jesus on you. I'll just tell you, Jesus smells good. He loves much. How how was the room transformed with an odor? Well, according to some chemists, it's called the law of transfusion. If two gases of an entirely different nature are brought into contact... They commence at once to mix with one another and continue to unite until thoroughly intermingled. Thus, the odor and the flavors diffuse themselves into the air. I'm telling you today, we're going to walk out today into a world of evil. You're going to go to your job. There's going to be all kind of stuff, all kind of gases. But when yours, when your spirit mixes with theirs, it needs to cause some kind of reaction. True grace, true mercy, true Christianity, when it mixes, it it, it causes a reaction and people will see and smell and know. When we're mixed with evil sometimes we allow it to change us always when you take holiness and grace and the love of Jesus and mix it into an immoral world it makes people want to be better I want to be the type of person when I get around somebody they just want to be better I want to be poured out and poured out in love David Livingston, missionary to Africa for 18 years, came to speak at a university. And when he got up to speak, his face was wrinkled from having 27 different fevers, point of death time and time again, darkened by the sun, one arm hanging limp, lines bite. He gave a speech and he told of what God was doing that left him speechless, but it was his, all of his sharing his struggles and his pain and what he had gone through, it was how he closed out by saying, and you know what? I'm going back. I've been through all this, but I'm going back. It was worth it because David Livingston brought Jesus to the multitude. All nations changed and God working and multiplying. And he said, shall I tell you what sustained me amidst the toils, the hardship, and the loneliness of my life? It was the promise of Jesus. Lo, I'm with you always. Listen, a life that is broken and poured out for Jesus. A life that suffers much hardship. 
yet is willing to say, but I'm going back. I'm going back for some more because it's worth it when you pour out your life and others sense and smell and that draws them to Christ and lives are changed. You see, this being broken and poured out and having being so full of Jesus is not, it, it, listen, it'll affect those around you, it'll affect your family, it, it, it'll affect things on your job, but it's for future generations. You see, today, we're still talking about her. There's a whole lot of people we don't talk about, we don't even know about. They loved Jesus, but she just went the extra mile. To take something precious and pour it out so that an aroma filled the house so everyone could know, wow, she loves Jesus. Now, after I die, if, you, if, if nobody can say anything else good about me, I just want somebody to say, he loved Jesus. And it showed. That's it. You can't say I was perfect. You'd be lying. Can't say I never made a mistake. Can't, can't say I never got mad. Can't say I was a perfect husband or father. All made our mistakes. But if you can just say he loved Jesus and showed it, that would be good enough for me. How? Do you love him? Do you want people to know you love him? What do people smell on you? I smell all kind of smells. Did you know you can't cover up smells with cologne, perfume? Incense. That stuff stinks. Did you know you can't cover up stinky? With stinky, it just comes right through. You've got to wash and be clean. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood. Of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. See, life, sin stinks. It has a way of just getting in you. We went to India. We've never smelled a stinkier place in our life. We were told. We were told about it. We were told there's so many millions of people and the there's, you know, they just go to the bathroom right wherever they need to go. Streets, the animals, the 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 the, the, the exhaust of the every day you come in and you blow your nose and it's just black. 
It's breathed. Everything is covered. The stench, the, I mean, they opened the airplane doors and it hit us. We came home. I mean, our, our, our clothes, our, our suitcases, we left them outside for about a week just trying to get, because we couldn't get the smell out. Listen, it just permeates. We go out into the world and the world stinks. Sin stinks. And it permeates us. And, but you know what? The blood of Jesus. All you got to do is take a bath in the blood. Huh? It's in the natural. You come in from work, you go in there, you take a shower, you scrub, you make sure you get your armpits good and clean. Scrub them two or three times. Huh? You, we, 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 we wash all the, we wash life off of us. I'm telling you, we got to do the same thing spiritually. Maybe today you say, Pastor, man, I got to, I put on, my, I put on my, my new clothes and I put on my cologne and all that, but whoo, there's some stinkage just coming through. Attitude. Things that just kind of come out of us that because they haven't been washed in the blood. But I'm telling you, they wash that stuff in the blood and it'll, he'll neutralize all that smell. And then you begin to love on Jesus and let Jesus love on you. And he'll build something in you so precious that when you're broken, what comes out of you is going to fill the house. And people are going to go, wow. I smell their love for Jesus. I see how they act in that situation. I see how they respond. Lord, help me love you. Father, I... Lord, there's somebody here today that just needs to be washed in the blood. They've tried everything they can do to get the stinky off of life and the world and all the things that has stuck to them. They've tried to cover it. But Lord, it just comes through. They can't hide from you. They can hide from a lot of people, but we can't hide anything from you. Our true sins this morning is coming through. But Father, we want to be a sweet-smelling savor unto you. We want to pour out our love. When we're broken, we want to fill the house with something beautiful. We want our words and our actions and our attitudes and our thoughts and everything to be lovely. Smell good to be refreshing and that only comes through you. So this morning, we ask you to wash us. You're here today, you're watching me online and you say, Pastor, I, I feel so dirty. I've sinned, I've failed, I struggle with so many things or so many things I've tried to cover, but it just keeps coming through when I'm broken those thoughts, those attitudes, those words. I need to be washed and clean from the inside out. I need all my stink covered. And I need a fragrance of the Holy Spirit to fill me so that my words are kind, my attitudes are sweet, my life is an offering
Would you pray with me? Say, dear Lord Jesus, I'm a wretch. I stink. Sin has stained me. Today, I want to be clean. Jesus, I confess my sin. I'm not going to try to hide it. Cover it up. Today, I admit it. I ask you to forgive me. Cover me. Wash me. Clean. In the precious blood of Jesus. That blood that you shed for my sin. Your blood covers a multitude of sin. So today, wash me clean. White as snow. Erase the smell of sin, habits, bad attitudes. Today, let my heart be pure. My mind be clean. My words be sweet. Jesus, thank you. I believe. I confess. And I receive you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. Everybody in the house, say with me, Lord, make me sweet. When I'm broken, what comes from me, let it be good. Let others smell your love, your grace, your mercy. Today, I pour my love out on you in Jesus name could you stand to your feet